and welcome to another episode of Leap of Faith Podcast. My name is Lorraine Montgomery, and I will be reading, I'm your host today, uh, Jeremiah's off. Uh, actually, he's off for the whole week, like I said, uh, taking care of his wife, whose surgery went uh, very well, apparently. So uh, thank God for that. Um, I want to apologize for this being a little bit late. Um, I'm going to probably post two today. Uh, because uh, for reasons uh, beyond my control yesterday, I wasn't able to get to this. And uh, so I'm so sorry. Uh, I, I know y'all might have been looking forward to this. I hope you were looking forward to it. Um, and uh, I just I got stuff that was happening. So I'm so sorry. Uh, but I will try to get uh, both of these, today, uh, yesterday's and today, posted today. So we'll get back on track. Um, so today is uh, episode um, 10.5, <clears throat> excuse me, and we are doing uh, Luke chapter 6, and uh, this is uh, just, uh, not just, but this is more teachings from from Jesus, this, you know, we're in the middle of his uh, ministry. So uh, this is a little long, so I'm going to go ahead and pray, and uh, like we always start out in prayer, and then um, dive right into chapter 6, so... Heavenly Father, uh, Holy God, we are in awe of you and we are so thankful for you and um, appreciate everything that you do for us. We know that you are the giver and taker and we know that you provide all that we have um, and we are so thankful for what you do um, provide for us. We thank you for uh, the homes and the food and the cars and the family, uh, Lord, um, we just are eternally grateful for everything that you provide. We know that nothing is ours without you. We especially thank you for the gift of that tiny little baby that we're celebrating this Christmas season. We are so thankful you sent him to this earth to become man and to be our Lord and Savior. We thank you for the sacrifice on the cross. We are not worthy of that gift, um, but we are thankful for the uh, redemption that we receive from it. So Lord, thank you for forgiving us of the sins that we commit and probably will commit. Lord, bless this time today in this moment as uh, as I read and the listeners are out there listening or watching and uh, just bless this time. Reveal to us what you want us to know. Empty us of ourselves. Empty us so that we can be completely devoted to whatever it is that you want us to hear and so, Lord, I just ask you to put a blessing over those listeners out there and uh, their families. Bless this time and give us the word that you want us to hear for today. Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so let's go ahead and dive in to um, Luke chapter 6. <coughs> Try not to cough too much. A discussion about the Sabbath. <clears throat> One Sabbath day, as Jesus was walking through some grain fields, the disciples broke off heads of grain, rubbed off the husks in their hands, and ate the grain. But some Pharisees said, Why are you breaking the law by harvesting grain on the Sabbath? Jesus replied, Haven't you read in the scriptures what David did when he and his companions were hungry? He went into the house of God and broke the law by eating the sacred loaves of bread that only the priests can eat. 
He also gave them gave some to his companions. And Jesus added, The Son of Man is Lord, even over the Sabbath. <clears throat> Jesus heals on the Sabbath. On another Sabbath day, a man with a deformed right hand was in the synagogue while Jesus was teaching. The teachers of religious law and the Pharisees watched Jesus closely. If he healed the man's hand, they planned to accuse him of working on the Sabbath. But Jesus knew their thoughts. He said to the man with the deformed hand, Come and stand in front of everyone. So the man came forward. Then Jesus said to his critics, I have a question for you. Does the law permit good deeds on the Sabbath, or is it a day for doing evil? Is this a day to save life or to destroy it? He looked around at them one by one and then said to the man, Hold out your hand. So the man held out his hand and it was restored. At this, the enemies of Jesus were wild with rage and began to discuss what to do with him. Jesus chooses the twelve apostles. One day, soon afterward, Jesus went up on a mountain to pray, and he prayed to God all night. At daybreak, he called together all of his disciples and chose twelve of them to be apostles. Here are their names. <clears throat> Simon, whom he named Peter, Andrew, Peter's brother, James, John, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, Thomas, James, son of Alphaeus, Simon, who was called the Zealot, Judas, son of James, and Judas Iscariot, who's, who later betrayed him. Crowds followed Jesus. When they came down from the mountain, the disciples stood with Jesus on a large level area, surrounded by many of his followers and by the crowds. There were people from all over Judea and from Jerusalem and from as far north as the seacoasts of Tyre and Sidon. They had come to hear him and be healed of their diseases, and those, and those troubled by evil spirits were healed. Everyone tried to touch him but because healing power went out from him, and he healed everyone. <clears throat> the Beatitudes. Then Jesus turned to his disciples and said, God blesses you who are poor, for the kingdom of God is yours. God blesses you who are hungry now, for you will be satisfied. God blesses you who weep now, for in due time you will laugh. What blessings await you when people hate you and exclude you and mock you and curse you as evil because you follow the Son of Man? When that happens, be happy. Yes, leap for joy, for a great reward awaits you in heaven. And remember, their ancestors treated the ancient prophets that same way. Sorrows foretold. What sorrows await you, I'm sorry, what sorrow awaits you who are rich, for you have your only happiness now. What sorrow awaits you who are fat and prosperous now, for a time of awful hunger awaits you. What sorrow awaits you who laugh now, for your laughing will turn to mourning and sorrow. What sorrow awaits you who are praised by the crowds, for their ancestors also praised false prophets. <clears throat> love for enemies. But to you who are willing to listen, I say, love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who hurt you. If someone slaps you on one, treat, one cheek after the Offer the other cheek also. If someone 
demands your coat, offer your shirt also. Give to anyone who asks, and when things are taken away from you, don't try to get them back. Do, do to others as you would like them to do to you. If you love only those who love you, why should you get credit for that? Even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good only to those who do good to you, why should you get credit? Even sinners do that much. And if you lend money only to those who can repay you, why should you get credit? Even sinners will lend to other sinners for a full return. Love your enemies, do good to them. Lend to them without expecting to be repaid. Then your reward from heaven will be very great. And you will truly be acting as children of the Most High, for he is kind to those who are unthankful and wicked. You must be compassionate, just as your father is compassionate. <clears throat> Do not judge others. Do not judge others, and you will not be judged. Do not condemn others, or it will all come back against you. Forgive others, and you will be forgiven. Give, and you will receive. Your gift will return to you in full, pressed down, shaken together, to make room for more running over, and poured into your lap. The amount you give will determine the amount you get back. Then Jesus gave the following illustration. Can one blind person lead another? Won't they both fall into a ditch? Students are not greater than their teacher, but the student who is fully trained will become like the teacher. And why worry about a speck in your own friend's eye when you have a log in your own? How can you thank Think of saying, friend, let me help you get rid of that speck in your eye when you can't see past the log in your own eye. Hypocrite, first get rid of the log in your own eye, then you will see well enough to deal with the speck in your friend's eye. The tree and its fruit. A good tree can, can't produce bad fruit and a bad tree can't produce good fruit. A tree is identified by its fruit. Figs are never gathered from thorn bush bushes and grapes are not picked from bramble bushes. A good person produces good things from the treasury of a good heart and an evil person produces evil things from the treasury of an evil heart. What, say, what you say flows from what is in your heart. Building on a solid foundation. So why do you keep calling me Lord, Lord, when you don't do what I say? I will show you what it is what it's like when someone comes to me, listens to my teaching, and then follows it. It is like a person building a house who digs deep and lays the foundation on solid rock. When the floodwaters rise and break against that house, it stands firm because it is well built. But anyone who hears and doesn't obey is like a person who builds a house right on the ground with a foundation, without a foundation. When the floods sweep down against that house, it will collapse into a heap of ruins. All right. Um, so uh, let's go back into the beginning. And uh, when Jesus is talking about uh, the apostles uh, taking off the, the grain and I thought it was kind of interesting. Uh, they, they rubbed off the husks into their hands and ate the grain. But some Pharisees said, 
why are you breaking the law by harvesting grain? I mean, they weren't harvesting grain. They pulled a couple of pieces off <laughs> to eat. It's not like they were doing a whole day's work, but they were being picky because that's all they had. You know, they had nothing really against Jesus. But, um, and then of course, you know, he comes back with the story of uh, David taking the bread from the, um, uh, that was only set aside for the uh, Levite priests. And then uh, I like the way he tags on. And Jesus added, the Son of Man is Lord even over the Sabbath. He's Lord over everything. So, you know, he's kind of telling him, look, you know, don't, don't try pulling that stuff. And then he goes on again uh, when they're talking about <clears throat> healing on the Sabbath. Um, you know, he knew exactly, he says, but Jesus knew their thoughts. Uh, he said to the man with a deformed hand, um, to come up front and there, and he's asking each one of them, he's looking them straight in the face and he says, does the law permit good deeds on the Sabbath or is it a day for doing evil? He's calling them evil, basically. Um, is this a day to save life or to destroy it? And he looked around at them one by one and then says, you know, hold out your hand, you're going to be healed. And then at this the enemies of Jesus were wild with rage, the enemies, obviously the Pharisees and the religious leaders, because they knew, you know, that he's calling them out on this. You know, he's, do, he's doing good things, even if it's on the Sabbath day. And then uh, it lists uh, the uh, 12 apostles. I thought it was kind of interesting. Uh, throughout this whole thing, it didn't occur to me. Uh, at daybreak, he called together all of his disciples. I thought he only had 12 the whole time. I never knew that he had multiple disciples and then chose the 12 out of all these other dis disciples. I, I never knew that, but that kind of pinged on me today. <clears throat> and then um, going into where the crowds follow Jesus, um, you know, I, I think of this, I mean, here's one man and uh, they just want to touch him. You know, everyone tried to touch him because healing power went out from him and he healed everyone. Can you imagine people just like thousands of people just wanting to touch you? I mean, who? nobody wants that. You know, nobody wants to be, even celebrities don't want in today's day, don't want to be touched. They don't want to be, you know, followed. They don't want to be stalked, you know, but that's part of the deal. Um, so, you know, Jesus was, you know, popular and they all wanted to touch him because they knew that they were going to get healed from him. And then I thought this was interesting. Um, what blessings await you when people hate you and exclude you and mock you? This is down in 22 and curse you as evil because you follow the son of man. When that happens, be happy. Yes, leap for joy for a great reward awaits for you in heaven. Again, you I think God wants you to praise him even in the storms, you know, even when you're going through stuff, um, either you're being ridiculed or mocked or, you know, you're down on your luck or you lost your job or the car won't start, whatever. Um, I think that um, God wants you to, to praise him because ultimately if you're giving God the credit, he will be exalted. And so if you give him the credit uh, always, you know, when, when something happens, thank God. You should always thank God and praise him. And uh, going into sorrows foretold, foretold um, those who are rich, 
those who are living in the day, everybody who's living in this moment, you know, uh, who are living, you know, high on the hog and they're, you know, putting all of their riches and storage here on earth. Um, he's saying, you know, they're going to, this is fleeting. This is just a moment. You can't take it with you. You can't, you know, once you're gone, you're gone. You can't, you know, take it into the next world, into heaven. And so if your store, you know, you got to put your storehouse in heaven because that's where your rewards uh, will lie. And I think that's what he's getting at here. And then, uh, of course, he goes through, you know, love your enemies. And he set that example, the best of anybody ever in the whole history of the world. You know, I mean, here Jesus loved, he loves everyone and all sinners. And he wants all everybody to come and be with him. And so, you know, love your enemies as, you know, you or do unto others as you would like them to do to you. Um, and he did. I mean, you know, he was, he loved everybody. And, and ultimately, he wanted them to turn and become followers um, because God doesn't want to miss anybody. Um, and so he, even the people who beat and whipped him and crucified him, you know, he, you know, he said, Father, forgive them because they don't know what they're doing. They have no idea what they're doing, but please forgive them. You know, these are like the last dying words of, you know, it, it, that he had. So, you know, love your enemies, do good to them. Um, you know, he even says, if you only love those who love you, you know, why would you get credit for that? See, it's easy to love people who love you. It's easy to be nice to people who are nice to you. But boy, when people are not good to you, to continue to love them is really difficult. And that's where you get, you know, your crowns is by doing that, because that's what Jesus did. And then uh, don't judge others as you will not as and you will not be judged. Do not condemn others or it will all come back against you. Um, again, you know, you, we are on this earth. We are all sinners. It doesn't matter who you are. Just being human makes you a sinner. That's just the bottom line. And there's no sin is sin in God's eyes. It doesn't matter what you've done. It, you know, it, you stole a piece of bubble gum or you stole a TV. You're still stealing. It doesn't matter. It, there's not levels of, of sin. God sees sin as sin. And so, you know, uh, you can't judge the other person by the splinter in their eye because you've got a big fat plank in your eye. That's what he's saying. You know, get rid of the sin in your own heart and then you can help the next person, you know, get moving on with theirs. And then the tree and its fruit, a good tree can't produce... Uh, bad fruit and a bad tree can't produce good fruit and you know he's talking about us you know showing whatever's in our hearts is what's going to come out uh, so you want to produce good fruit from a positive and good heart um, and it's not easy you know we're you're we're human and every day you're uh, challenged with something new you know if it, and I always say this to my family I'm like if everybody was doing their job it would be a very easy world you know, if everybody in this household did what they were supposed to do, everything would flow like clockwork. But you have people who don't do their jobs, what they're supposed to do, and that makes angst and problems. Um, and then the last, this is kind of a, um, 
uh, a take on the Matthew, the verse of Matthew, where you're building your house on a solid foundation. The solid foundation is Jesus. We know that. Um, the solid rock, uh, if you build your house on sand, it's going to get washed away with the flood storms. So, you know, build your, build your house, this house, on solid rock and on Jesus, and you will not be washed away. Your, 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 uh, your house won't get washed away. So, all right. Well, that's today's reading. That's um, episode 10 point, what did I say, 10.5? Yep. And uh, always good stuff. I always say that every day, but it doesn't change because it's God's word. It's God's autobiography. So I'm just thankful that we got a chance to do that today. Uh, I will post this immediately for you and uh, you'll be able to, um, to listen to it. Uh, and then I'll get today's uh, reading done, not right away, I got stuff to do in the house, but I'll get it done and get back to this. You guys are awesome. I'm so proud of you for hanging in there uh, and so thankful for uh, the listeners who are out there and the responses we're getting. I'm just so thankful for uh, everybody out there. So thank you for um, taking out time out of your day to, um, to read with me and uh, hear what God's word is and what uh, message he has for us. And uh, now I would like to extend the invitation if you haven't uh, made a choice for Jesus, if you haven't uh, made a decision that he is your Lord and Savior, this is your moment. Um, we'll say the prayer and, uh, and just give you that opportunity to accept him into your heart and into your lives. So let's say the prayer. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect and know I have sinned against you. Please forgive me. I thank you for the sacrifice of your son, Jesus. It is his perfect blood that covers all my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior and will live my life for him. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said that prayer for the first time, congratulations and welcome into the kingdom of heaven, into the sisterhood and brotherhood of Jesus. Lord, it's just, it's an amazing feeling. You've, you've turned a corner, you've turned the page, and uh, here you are, um, ready to live your life for Jesus. So I encourage you to uh, get to a church um, and find uh, a pastor who you can talk to. Mark this in your Bible as today is the day that I receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior and uh and celebrate go tell somebody um and uh get involved with your church uh, volunteer uh start a ministry um uh, start a small group um and i again i encourage you if you want to use this as your uh bible reading for the day doing one chapter at a time uh i encourage that and uh i'm just so proud of you for uh taking that step that leap of faith that step so thank you again for joining me uh, here at Leap of Faith uh, Podcast. Uh, we are on all of the platforms. We're on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, uh, however you follow us. Uh, leave us a message. Send us an email. We love to hear from you. Um, and uh, just go out and be Jesus to somebody today. We'll see you tomorrow. Take care. God bless and have a good night.